Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It's Bruce Andrea Darlis in for Judy and DJ Cheese over there. Um, I just feel like we need to, coming up a little later, we're going to talk to uh, Rod Blagojevich. The lightning rod. I'm going to blog on a little bit later. He's in the news. Again. And and you, you put it nicely, you may have old Blago to kick around again. We'll find out, all right? And uh, have a chance to talk to him about that. This is, this is, I am, I am frustrated. Oh, no. Why? Well, I am, Uh-oh. I am frustrated because six months ago, I, and I think other people, I would argue rightfully, criticized people. We we were seeing all these videos of people refusing to wear their mask at the grocery store or, you know, arguing with the TSA or well, airline employee. You've seen all these, right? Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. wear my mask or I don't have to do this and freedom, right. you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm worried that I'm going to become one of them. Oh, no. Be- I'm worried I'm oh. going to be the next guy on the video uh, as masks are coming back we got a yes. we got a, a a memo yep sternly worded email from the boss uh-huh he's listening he's walking the dogs this morning yes that we have to wear masks in the building again mm-hmm. yeah well i think our our building is it a right no no no, no, no. no. our building the building yeah now requires masks yeah the uh beautiful nbc tower mm-hmm. down here in the heart of chicago uh we are supposed to wear masks in Public spaces, or I guess in, that's everywhere. In, that I think in, we don't indoors. have to do it in our offices, like your your own little yet. your own little bubble. But Love we're su- we're supposed to wear them in the building. In the building, yeah. I didn't. I didn't today. That it, I didn't either. Well, I didn't get the memo. I didn't. I'm, I'm just here. I'm going to pretend day. I didn't get the memo. <laughs> Did I just admit to getting the memo? Yeah. Really? I don't follow recommendations. Okay, good. Because I wasn't going to do it. So is that like a recommendation when your mom says when you're a kid, uh, I recommend you be home by 10 o'clock. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm telling your father. Right. Or is it like, but make the, sure but you know what this, in the house and, and I think Nick makes a good point. Yeah. I think Nick makes a good point, which is that so many of these uh, uh, proclamations, I'm going to stay away from the word recommend for a second, um, are vague in and of themselves. They are, yeah. Suggested, recommended. We we would like it if you would. Yeah, you, yes. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, does that mean I have to do it or not? Because I'm at I'm at a hard no until I am told what, you, under penalty of law. Until you at hear this the point. word mandate. Until yeah, you required, hear the word required, mandated. Yeah, yeah because Absolutely. your suggestions are falling on my deaf ears. I hear you. Well, it, it's weird when the mayor gets up yesterday and says at a news conference. Chicago, we are recommending everyone wear masks indoors, regardless of your vaccination status. So again, recommendation, mandate. Yeah. The, she's saying recommendation. Okay, so I'm not the only one that's but, slightly confused by all this. No, you're not alone at all. Because I didn't pull my mask out yet. It's still in, it's in. No, but he but he's always wearing a mask, so I don't know if he's giving me dirty looks every that's single true, day. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. He's always he's been wearing he's never stopped wearing a mask. The guy at the front desk? Oh yeah, you're right. They've worn ma- the I'm, whole time. I'm I don't even know what he looks like. Yeah. He wears a mask every I'm, They've had him on the whole time. They yeah. I yeah. think they're required and that's yeah. that's another. Okay, so let's bring this around the other way. I'm not going to wear my mask cuz I'm vaccinated and I don't care about other people. But 
employers are now, especially employers where their workers have any sort of kind of interaction with the public, mm-hmm. are going back the other way. Target. Oh, yeah, Target. Target is is either either they did it or they're at the point of all employees at Target will wear a mask. Yeah, and I think most restaurants are that way, too. I mean, mm. any restaurant you go into. I'm seeing them more and more. I'm seeing masks everywhere the again. The waiters, the waitresses, the yep. hostesses, the yep. hosts. Yeah, they're all wearing masks. Mm. So employers are going that direction for, for them. So we're... we're you know, the, you uh, just said Target, but yeah, you said yeah. earlier, too. That's just what... By nine o'clock, there'll be maybe ten uh, more. Uh, well, and because and we've seen this before, yeah, Andrea, that it, you know when one company does it, like every you know, there's like pressure, you know, where all of a sudden, you know, the CEO or whatever, they all show up for their Tuesday morning meeting, and they're like, what, "Target did what? Yeah, oh, son of a, <laughs> right. somebody yep. craft an email, right. yep. get it out." You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's this. The you've got to. Well, if they did it, we have to do it. Right. It's the cover you're behind, you know, type thing. And now you know what you're going to see. So Channel Nine just started, and oh, the, and they're they're doing this on. They put it on Facebook and Ooh. and Instagram. So you don't know. It's on social media, so it's real now. It's true. Yeah, it's true. The anchors are socially distancing again. So remember the anchor oh, desk? Really? You see, uh, you know, the two anchors sitting there in their space apart. They had to do these wide-angle shots because they were yes. sitting on opposite sides yes. of the studio. So WGN-TV started Even though they share that. the same area to get their makeup done. Yes. Yeah, now, never... yeah, right, the tiny little room, exactly. Yeah. So now watch the rest of the station start doing that now. Uh, and then, then the national because station. Because, sadly, I mean, and, and this is the, and it's one of, my, one of the phrases. I, do, I have a variety of phrases I don't like. We're going to get into winning the bronze a little later. Oh, yeah. is, a, is a whole phrase I don't like. Um, here's another phrase I don't like. You ready? Yeah. Better safe than sorry. Oh, hate yeah. that phrase. No, I hate that too. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a better safe than sorry person. I'm like a it. sorry person. Uh, so <laughs> I uh, uh, because that's what it strikes me as. You know, well, why did you move your anchors? Who have been, you know. Six inches apart to six feet. Well, you know, better safe than sorry. Well, well, then why? Then why broadcast? <laughs> better safe than sorry. Yeah. You know, why show up at work? Better safe than sorry. I never thought of it. You know, why not encase yourself in a bubble? Better safe than sorry. Like, where do you take that to its end? I know. I know. No, not better safe than sorry. No. And again, I just, I, I'm, I'm frustrated by it because I feel like, and I mentioned this, and I, I, Listen, I, I I have the debates, you know, my 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 Twitter feed. I talk like this on Twitter, so uh, you know my Twitter feed. I get I get the back and forth, and I I play. Um, you know, well, what about you know the people that can't get vaccinated, and you should wait. What about the children, and what about the you know, you know Okay, I get all the what about. Yeah, I'm still not I'm not moved by any of your arguments. No, I'm vaccinated. I got vaccinated March. When do we get vaccinated? March, Cheese? Yeah. March. Yeah. Cheese yeah. and I went Long to Lansing. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yes. A little road so trip. Garden, road garden road spot trip. down there. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. in Lansing. It was beautiful in March. Uh-huh. Uh, March sure. in Lansing. Yeah. I think there's a song. Uh, that's, there uh, yeah, there, if there isn't, there ought to be. Uh, we did everything. We, we did what you were supposed you to do. You did everything mm-hmm. right. We did everything right. And I did it. I'll acknowledge I got vaccinated because part of it was, you know, there was a greater good for all this herd immunity. Yeah. Or what do we look? Community immunity. Yep. We don't use herd anymore because yeah. we're not part of a herd, apparently. So we, we did all this stuff. 
And now they're telling me, yeah, but the people who didn't get vaccinated might might still get sick by you. Right. And this goes back to what you said yesterday. And I'm like, yeah, that's not motivating me to do anything not, different. Sorry. That's your problem. No. Yeah. I'm not going to avoid going places. I'm not going to wear my mask because of something that might happen to you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, no. So I did. Much. I did. I, I followed the rules. Did my part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It makes sense. I, 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 and I, I understand the people. Well, you need to do more. Do I? Do I? Because you're assuming I care about people who choose not to get vaccinated. And that's a hell of an assumption you're making, because I can tell you right now I don't. So it's, if so for you to start wearing the mask again, we're going to have to use the word, the man, the M word, oh, mandate. God. Like Required. I flew, what was it, a week or two ago? I flew. Yeah. And uh, it's the first time I had to go find my mask. Because I hadn't flown in, you know, three, four weeks or whatever it was, which is a long time for me. Yeah. I, I hadn't flown in a month. And I'm like, where the hell do I got to have a mask? I forgot all about this. Because so I, I hadn't worn a mask. It's the only time I wore a mask was on airplane. All right. So now this is the complete difference. This is a, this I'm is ready. women versus men. I'm, I probably have like 15. Really? In my glove. Yeah. In my car. Oh, my I had box. to search for one today. So you guys just each have one? No, no, I have like three, but I didn't know where they were because I stopped oh, wearing I have them. Like a colored one, and well, we don't, line we don't coordinate, color coordinate our masks. Yeah, I didn't match my. Bruce has my had the masks. same mask the whole time. The little you have the one that it's tiger. Like a, it's like Who? a monster. You. Me, yeah, it's yeah, it's, a, the, uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a fighter plane. It's fighter a ten. Oh, it's the way I thought they paint. it was a monster. Yeah, it's it's how <laughs> they paint the nose of a ten aircraft because I'm good. I grew up in Tucson where they. I'll be seeing it again, sort of soon. No, you're not. I'm going to be seeing it next week. Not bringing it out. I don't want to bring it back. I don't want to bring it back. And let's get. Can we get a definite? You don't have to wash those things, right, Cheese? Never. Come. You don't. I wash mine every time I use it, and then like wave it in the air. Unless it's a surgical mask. Underwear too, where you just if it lies on the floor long enough, that's good. You can wear that again. Or flip it inside out. Flip it inside out. With you guys, no. Every time you use it, Uh because your mouth is touching it, you know you don't want germs or yeah, but they're my germs. Well, what if you have like bad breath or you know you want to wash it just with a little dish soap, <laughs> a little dish soap every time, and then no, you, that's and then you hang, thing. It, Andrea, you hang that's it, you hang it from a, a cabinet. That's not a dry. thing. I don't buy. I don't buy that at all. I wish you loads of luck. <laughs> Can't wait to see that the monster fighter plane mask okay. again soon. Yeah, so, uh, next week. God, I, the fact that you're excited about it upsets me. <laughs> upsets me on a variety of reasons. Well, I've got all yeah. these masks. I want to get you some. Yeah. <laughs> The remix of the MTV song. It's uh, Bruce, Judy, and DJ Cheese over there. <laughs> the little moon man. Yeah. Uh, well, you just call me Judy. I, oh, God, okay. Andrea. Sorry. It's okay, because... That's flying along. Judy. She is Andrea Darlis in for Judy Pie. And uh, MTV uh, turns 40. I know. I remember the first video. I think I was it's, it was yeah. a good. It's, yeah. a, it's a good trivia question. A lot of people remember the very first video. They ever played, which was not by accident. Mm-hmm. It was a not so subtle shot. Yeah. Video killed the radio. Yeah. Show. Okay. The, the buggles. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. the second part of the question. Who sings it? it? Oh, the oh, buggles. Oh, yeah, no, the buggles. But yeah. Okay. Third part. Who was in the buggles that went on to. <gasps> Todd Rundgren. Was it Todd no? Rundgren or was, somebody was in Asia or something? Wasn't it like that? Somebody Why am I thinking that? that? I don't know, but I know the second video. Okay, how about that? Because you know that was one of the things where people like oh, I know the first one. I go really. What was the second one? Okay, second video. Ready. Pat Benatar. Yeah, yeah, 
You better run by Pat yeah. Benatar. Very yeah. good. Wow. Uh, you also take a look at kind of the first hour and you see kind of where MTV was back in the day. Third video they played, Rod Stewart. She yeah. won't dance with me. Not one of his classics. Oh, oh no. no. The Who? You better, you bet. You nice. bet. Yeah. Um, Pretenders, Brass and Pocket. Oh, oh another man. good one. God, I, I, I Chrissy mean, Hine. I, I remember just waiting and watching, you know, waiting for the videos oh, of yeah. your favorite artists. We had it on 24 on. hours a day at the frat house. Yeah. At UNR. Just on all the time. Right. Music, music, music. Well, it was, it was a. It, it was a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. It was. You know. It was so cool to see your favorite artists, you know. and, and Shout out to Les Garland. Les was the original boss there. Oh. So Les was a radio guy. Yeah. And went to go do this. So we're going to have a TV channel and we're going to play music videos. <laughs> Good luck with that, Les. <laughs> Good luck. Right? That's nice knowing you, buddy. Didn't you guys want but to be a VJ, though? Everybody wanted oh, to. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, Les was m more famous. So he was the boss mm -hmm. at MTV, but I, and I met him and been around him before. So uh, I always, the the way you made fun of him is not, oh, you're the guy that invented MTV. Oh, you're the guy on the Jefferson Starship song. He was the DJ. Oh, was he really? Looking out of the city, the city rocks, the city never stops. The city by the bay, oh, you know. We built this city. So was he yeah. from San Francisco or did yeah. they? Mm -hmm. oh, he was, no. So he was, that was less. And I'm like, oh, you're the guy in the Starship video. You know I've done other things, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing I remember that. you for. That's the oh. uh, that's the famous. One of the guys that I worked with in my first job in radio mm -hmm. in uh, 1982 in KOZZ. Okay, Reno's Wait, Rock, Reno in Reno, yeah, Nevada, uh, University of Nevada, Reno. Andy you, Schoen. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Andy went he started on to be there, the, and he absolutely. went on to be the, the big wig over at MTV. He was for a, a while. big wig. Yeah. yeah, he was president of MTV for. Yeah. Well. These are all these people that we because yeah. radio and MTV back then there was a lot of. Uh, of back and forth, if you will. Like crossover. So yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> can I speak ill? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you have nothing nice to say. Come on so over here. I was in Los Angeles and a lot of the radio DJs were, they would try to pluck them to be VJs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, quote unquote in Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, I used to play a little more golf back then. And I used to play golf with the, Nighttime DJ on a station called K Rock. Yeah. Right. Carson Daly. And oh, I just yeah. remember Carson, like, he's like, yeah, you know, I, I'm going to do this tryout thing. They're doing this MTV Beach House and they want me to be one of the hosts and it's kind of a tryout. And I was like, good luck. Guy has no personality whatsoever. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to get a job on MTV. And it turns out you were right. He, he is, is, he is for like, both. <laughs> he's like vanilla on top of vanilla. Yeah, he's dry. Yeah. Dry, dry, dry. He remember. was no Alan Hunter. Let me tell you that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it is Hunter. it is pretty darn amazing. But they actually did a list. There's always a list somewhere just so you can sit there and argue of the best videos ever. And I think there is an argument that some videos have stood the test of time for the from the standpoint of they are iconic. They were groundbreaking. Gee, yeah. I never saw that before. Mm -hmm. And one of the ones that always stood out to me and still does is AHA's Take On Me. Oh, yeah. Love because, that. like, I remember seeing that video, and I'm like, mind blown. Yeah. What do they think of next? How cool, right? The cartoon, cartoon from comes real to life, yeah. and then it kind yeah. of, like, that was, you know. And then he stands up, and he's all sweaty at the yeah, end of the video. Yeah, that was a great one. I saw, yeah. that, I saw that in the movie theater. Really? Oh, they yeah. played it like before a film? Yeah, you know, they movie? do the trailers and the, or the previews before. They played yeah. this in the movie theater, oh, God, for 
weeks and weeks and weeks. Wow. That's kind of cool. Another one that always stood out to me, and I, and I, it, it harkens to Lollapalooza over the weekend because I, I didn't make this up. It's not my joke. So <laughs> I do want to, I just don't know who to give credit to. Yeah. Which one? When Fred Durst came out dressed like, as Chi says, George Lucas, I saw somebody else say, Fred Durst looks like an extra from the Beastie Boys sabotage video. Oh, yeah. Because they were all dressed like fake cops and they had like yeah. bad mustaches and bad, That's bad wigs. And, I, and they totally were dressed does. like, you know, it's totally 80s. And I'm like, right. oh my God, Fred Durst looks like he's from the sabotage yeah. video. That's a good one. That's a good one. Right? I always like the, uh, the safety dance video. I thought that was hilarious. You're a big Men Without Hats fan. I know, fan. I know. This just happened to come up the other day because I brought, brought up the up Safety Dance. Because you brought up Men Without Hats well, yesterday, and I thought, wrong. well, that was an obscure reference. See, she does it because she knows I was actually the midget that danced Here around in the Safety go. Dance. The little guy That's that goes, why she had to bring that we up. Can dance. Safety Dance. Remember, one of your textures brought up, remember the Herbie Hancock oh, video? Oh, Rocket. 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 Yeah, yeah, it was all... Uh, with those Mannequins. little, what do you call that? That has that the machines and things like that. Yeah. I think of OK Go also as somebody as a band, um, the the ones that did the treadmill yeah, video, yeah. which was pretty amazing. Like they did really interesting, groundbreaking videos. stuff. Yeah, right. Not in the beginning of MTV, but no. I don't even know if those were on MTV. That is were fair. They? Well, yeah, they play like two videos a year now. So no, but then there's then there's videos that really meant nothing that but stand out, like Dead or Alive. Remember, they're just. Spinning, spinning around, around. <laughs> and spinning around and spinning around. <laughs> there was some, it must have taken a minutes to come up with the concept of that one. Let's just spin around in the video. Ooh, I like Run it. Run with that. Right. Go with it. Yes. I like it. No idea is a bad idea. Do Came it. out yeah. of a rainstorm session. Hey, doesn't mean there isn't time for our criminal of the day, though. Don't, don't worry about that. I got to give a shout out to the yet unknown, unnamed Florida man who learned the hard way why zoos have fences. Oh, no. Allegedly, the man was eyeballing the range of the jaguar display at the Jacksonville Zoo and Gardens. <laughs> According to zoo officials, he made a, quote, foolish decision, unquote. By the way, I think they're being kind. And climbed over a barrier so he could get a close-up look at the big cats. <laughs> and began taunting them. Oh, nice. W one jaguar decided to defend the honor of jaguars everywhere, apparently. And when the guy got close enough, took a nice swipe at him, leaving our idi idiot with injuries that required hospitalization. Of course. Right? Yeah. A couple stitches. Yes. <laughs> Although probably a cool scar. Yeah. I'm just going to throw it out there. Jacksonville police have not yet filed charges, but we are expecting them if nothing else, to keep the moron from climbing over a fence and getting close to the Jaguars again. So, oh for being that guy who wanted to get a selfie <laughs> with a man-eating cat, <laughs> you are the uh, Bruce St. James Show criminal of the day. All suspects described above should be considered innocent until found guilty in a court of law, no matter how crazy they are. Our, taking a look at the big stories that people are talking about. Cheese will start us off. Yeah, the Bulls got ball. Lonzo Ball for four oh. years for $85 million. Good Zach grief. Levine's got a little play partner. Oh. Lonzo Ball and Zach. Does his Undo dad come as part of the deal? God. <laughs> well, the balls. Yeah, there's, Chicago. There's like four of them, aren't there? One, no. two, three. Yeah. Chicago officials recommend masks, but have no plans to shut down the city yet mm. as COVID cases rise. Bruce. Uh, Chicago Cubs chairman Tom Ricketts was uh, forced to uh, come out in public and actually send a letter to season ticket holders saying it was extremely hard on everyone 
to basically trade away the entire team, but Pinky swears they're going to be better in the future. Yeah. 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 Was there an apology in there anywhere? No apologies. Okay. No, that's okay. business and baseball, right? So right outside uh, the window here, we have a uh, high atop uh, downtown Chicago. By high atop, again, I mean the sixth floor mm-hmm. of the NBC Tower. Uh, there is one of these um, speed cameras. And it uh, over my shoulder, like it flashes like a, you know, strobe like light. a strobe light yeah. sometimes, right? <laughs> it's going off left and right. Um, because remember, they, they went, they, they tightened up the um, six speeding. miles to 10, 11. From 10 to 5. Like, and, yeah, yeah, something like 11 that to 6. That was more from like 10 to 1. Yeah, to one mile over the speed limit, right? Than... Yes, exactly. People on <laughs> bikes are getting them. It's embarrassing. A little better. Uh, but we also have the, the, the red light cameras. And as I look around the room, yeah. All right, I my will, eyes are a gaze I'll at one Andrea Darlis. I'll raise my hand and point to myself. How's that? I'm guilty. I have many red light camera violations, like in the double digits. Do oh you, yeah. I was like, <laughs> whoa, okay. Well, hold on a second. Well, wait. I, 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 these are red light or speeding? Oh, red light. I don't speed that often. You don't speed. You just run red lights. No, it's Explain. not my fault. Oh, okay, why? okay. Well, no. now I want to know. No. I rolled okay. through it. It's California not my fault. This car just won't stop at no. red lights. No, here, it they, they trick you. Oh. So you're supposed to Who's stop. Who's they, first off? They. Okay, got it. The eye in the sky. Those yeah. people. So uh, you stop at at the white line at the, at the light, right? Uh-huh. You're supposed to wait like 30 seconds. Uh, realistically, it's like three. So most of my red light camera tickets have been like, because the you know when you run the red light camera ticket, they send it, you the ticket. They yeah. get, you have a little picture it's of a you, horrible picture of you, little link of the video, and you yeah, can watch yeah, yeah. your car you going can right your through. Video. <laughs> you can watch you, yourself being a scofflaw. It wasn't and me. All of my stops were like two, two point one. You're supposed to do the three second stop. Who literally can sit there? I, I'm not doing anything wrong. I have stopped. Technically, just not for the <laughs> amount of time that they want. So I've accrued 10, 11 ish red light camera tickets. And they range in price from. Uh, they're always $100. 100 bucks. Yes. Yeah. And I pay them. It's an expensive Let second. me just say, what? as soon as it happens and I see that struggle and I know it, and then I swear, and then I realize, <laughs> oh, God, they got me. I'm, I wait for the ticket. I watched the video just to see, you know, if I could, if there's any like technicality, uh, 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 which no, apparently there has been. I'm just watching the video go. Oh, my hair looked good that day. I like that one. <laughs> and it isn't, isn't it funny? I said this to Miranda. You can see every detail, like the earrings you're wearing, you know, the the, yeah. the t-shirt you're wearing, whatever it is. But yet in the bank camera, it's just all fuzzy. In a bank robbery, yeah. we're any, like, I can barely <laughs> pick out who that is. Any other street cam. I don't know who that guy is. I can barely tell. Is that guy a girl? Right. I have no idea. Any other street cam, you can't You get the red light camera, you're like, oh my goodness, Man. I really should have done oh. a better job on my makeup I, that day. I had a great hair day that day. <laughs> but yeah. But oh. but there is a caveat to all this. There, oh, CBS like 2 did an investigation. Okay, shout and, out to and that. These, you know, and these red light camera tickets, or these red light cameras have been... Debated, right, Nick? Back and forth since yeah. their since their inception. Oh, they're just revenue generators. They're Let's be revenue, honest with They're it. cash cows. They're revenue generators. They don't make intersections safer. It's a bunch of crap. Yeah, agree, agree. So CBS two did this investigation, and there's in, in one of these uh, speed traps is what I'm calling them. There was a sign, and it said "photo enforced, six a.m. to nine thirty a.m. all days." Well, people were blowing, you know, going a little bit faster than they should have in this particular zone. At all other times of the day and getting tickets, $35 tickets, after 9.30 in the morning. 
the sign should have said 9.30 p.m. So now, <laughs> everybody who... yeah. So I well, first off, can we back up a quick second? I know. So they put AM instead of PM. Yes. So I'm allowed to speed at night, but not during the day. Like I don't. I don't even. I've never seen a speed limit one that said uh, we only enforce the speed limit up until nine o'clock. After that, autobahn. Well, is it have at it. Seventy five hundred. Do you notice a lot of these are by schools too, and it'll say no well, yeah, speeding uh, while uh, school children school are present. Yeah, yeah. Or when yeah. signs, are, you know, they they roll the signs out in the middle of the street, you know, for yeah. a crosswalk for kids. I get that. That. Totally yet, right? Yeah. These are permanent signs. But these are permanent signs, yes. You can so they were speed wrong. after 9. Ooh, Nine sorry, not a.m. No, it's 9.30 we p.m. We p.m. Yeah, 9.30. So all those people hour. should be getting their money back. They're, yeah, they're petitioning the city. They said, hey, we were okay. We've, I read your sign. I read your sign, followed it. It said 9.01, I'm on the gas. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> there you go. I'm going. So they're hoping to get some money back. Really? Oh, I wonder if I... Wonder if I Got any tickets in that area? You guys, you guys here in Illinois, and I only say this to rub it in a little bit. Um, having come from Arizona, we have the red light cameras, speed cameras, things like that. But our laws in Arizona are a little different because we had people that sued, and one the judge ruled in Arizona that mailing you a ticket. Does not constitute receipt of the ticket. <gasps> Never got it. When you yeah. get pulled over by the popo on the side of the freeway, what do they make you do? Sign. You don't. It's not guilt. It's receipt of the ticket. It's acknowledgement. They yes. said this is not a this you this is not admission of guilt, right? You just acknowledge you got the ticket. You like how I answered that one so quickly too. Yes, I knew the answer. Yeah. So in sign. Arizona, mailing me a ticket. They have to prove I got the ticket. I don't have to prove I didn't. Oh, nice. So this, how am I supposed to prove I didn't? That's that's an excellent point. What the city of Chicago will do? So Bruce St. James get the red light camera ticket, hundred dollars. If you don't pay it within thirty days, I think that's the time. Yeah. Then you get a penalty. How do they know I got it? They don't. They just assume you did. We need someone yeah. to sue oh, out here. Goes up to like three thousand dollars. So in Arizona again, because we have, we're we were free. Better laws. Um. <laughs> They had 90 days to get you to acknowledge receipt. They could send a, a server, process server, you know, knock on your door. Right. I didn't answer my door for seven years. No. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. No. No. They didn't answer my door. No. That's hilarious. I didn't answer my door. Why would I answer a door? Especially if there's a cop standing out there. Yeah, no, exactly. it's a process server, not a cop. You oh, know, okay. you yeah. really go around. Yeah, you've been served. And if they couldn't do it within 90 days, it was dismissed. Nice. See? That's Again, what we need here. The U.S. mail, they said, is not proof of receipt that you received the ticket. And so I can't be held liable right. financially or criminally if I didn't get it. Yeah. I love this. And idea. I don't have to prove I didn't get something. You see what I'm saying? Like, how am I supposed to prove it? Okay, I hope they are listening because they should be hearing all no, of this. Because they want they want the money. They want my yeah. money. That's what they want. So the next thing is we're going to teach you how to cover up your license. Okay, I'm just going to show you how to do that. I'm just going to throw it out there. Oh, here we go. Spoiler alert. Yep. Our uh, contractually obligated, uh, we, we got it out of the way, right? We may be giving away uh, things that happened in the Olympics. If you want to live in suspense for the next, I don't know, 12 hours for it shows up on TV.
you've been forewarned, yes, right? Yes. Uh, joining us right now, he is our boy in the bubble. Uh, he is ABC News. This is Jim Ryan, live at the Tokyo Olympics. Jim, I still can't get the story you told us yesterday of um, Japanese military having to tell you that your fly was uh, down. Um, that is my lasting image of you, yeah. Jim. So, oh. Just so we're clear. That's uh, what I'm afraid of. I yeah, that's what you're afraid of. I could have got my, yeah. got my zipper shut. Yeah. Walter Cronkite, he's got his moments. You know, you've got yours. So, uh, yeah. uh, Jim, we are, uh, we can talk spoilers because we did it. Right. And, and I, is it a spoiler at this point? You know, uh, I thought it was interesting. Uh, well, uh, S- Simone Biles, we talked yesterday that she was going to compete. Yeah. That uh, she was coming back, maybe the the biggest star of these Olympics, mm-hmm. uh, the one name. the name that everyone knew was back. How did that go for her? Mm, well, did okay. You know, she won her seventh medal, her seventh Olympic medal of her career. That's great, right? Wasn't quite the color that she was hoping for, but <laughs> after a week off, you know, you would expect she'd be off a little bit, and maybe she was. She had a couple of balance checks, and she wobbled just a bit there during her balance beam competition. And anywhere else, I think it would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. But at this level, with these competitors, it, it wasn't quite perfect. She comes away with bronze. Chen Shen Guan, who is 16 years old, and Ji Zheng Tang, both of them of China, Uh-oh. win the gold and the silver, respectively. Simone Biles takes home the bronze medal. Uh, Sunisa Lee was in, I think, fifth place. She was out of medal contention altogether, unfortunately, for her. Oh, is she, are they, yeah. is she done now? I mean, are the gymnastics? Yep. Is, okay, so that's over. It is done. Uh, the last event was the men's uh, horizontal bar. The U.S. Uh, uh, was in fifth or sixth place there. So no, it's uh, we're done with some with gymnastics at this point. Can I just say I really like the men's uniforms this year? I like <laughs> okay. I did. I like the red tights. Yeah. And the, the eagle. On, you're laughing at me. No, it's and, fair and the eagle sprawled across their yeah. you know their little. Thank okay. you. I just have to say, yeah. Who does it? I like the men's tights. I'm I not going to make Jim. I'm not going to make Jim comment on yeah, that. I'm not going to make uh, Jim Ryan he weigh in he on the men's tights. He no, it. he's quiet, he like a church mouse. Jim's, Jim's a bit of a fashion expert now, right? Yeah, right. Jim, I, Mr. Blackwell of the Olympics. Yes, <laughs> I can tell you that uh, back here at the home front, you know, you might be mm-hmm. missing some of the headlines. Uh, one of the ones that popped out is some comments that U.S women's national team player Megan Rapino made after they lost to a country called Canada. I don't even know yes, who they are. Canada, one to nothing. Yeah, they lost to Canada, and um, she's being taken to account for, what, disparaging the entire country? Yeah, just saying that I can't believe we lost to them, to <laughs> this team. <laughs> of all teams to lose to, you don't want to lose to them. The, yeah, I would turn that's not out of character for her, though. No. I mean, that's yeah, kind of her style. Yeah. But, you know, as, as Bruce said, too, it, it's it's a rivalry. There's a rivalry between so them. It's like sure. Bears Packers. It's like you know, when it's your little like, brother oh. beats you at something. You're like, this right. sucks. Why did I have to lose to them? Yeah. <laughs> right? She said she didn't hold back at all. She said it sucks. really sucks yeah. losing to Canada, though. Right. Yeah, yeah, they're moving on. They, they, they do still the women play in the bronze medal round, and they don't know yet whether they'll be place, uh, facing Australia or Sweden. The hated Sweden because they lost to Sweden in the first they round. Lost to Sweden, in the, and in the, Sweden, in the... Sweden took them out of medal contention in Rio. So oh. we'll see what happens when they face either Sweden or Australia. I kind of hope now that it is Sweden. Yeah, yeah. It's, again, it's the it's the drama and and the yeah. rivalry. Uh, yeah. What is on tap as we look forward, and 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 what are you covering? 
Well, there's a, there's a great rival, a potential rivalry coming up here in a couple of days. And I'm interested in it because uh, Luka Doncic, the basketball player for the Dallas Mavericks, my hometown and home team, he's playing for Slovenia this year. Slovenia is undefeated at these Olympics, and they've been tearing everyone up. Of course, USA men, they lost their first game, and they've won everything since. They played Spain yesterday, your time, mm-hmm. today, my time. They beat Spain 95-81, to 81, but it's been close. So the big, uh, the big game that I think people are watching for in the basketball world is Team USA versus Team Slovenia. By the way, words Slovenia I never thought I'd hear somebody say. <laughs> yeah. You know that big game against... Slovenia, Slovenia. which I'm going to acknowledge, and I'm pretty decent with geography. I'm not sure I could pick Slovenia out of a map. I'm not sure. It's right next to Spain, which is right next to Portugal over by... No, it is not. Slovenia is not near Spain. I don't know where it is, but it is The only reason Jim is mentioning it is because of Luka Doncic. They should just call it Luka Doncicania. Yes. Basically, he's yeah. the only one that touches the ball. I watched the game last night, or this morning. It's near the other Anias. Yes. Right. And stands. <laughs> right? Albania. There's stands and Anias. Stan. Yeah. The Johnic stand. It's well, between Austria and Croatia. Right. FYI. Yeah, you're not helping me. That's really not helping <laughs> Hungary. We're going we're gonna to need there. How would you do that on a map that yeah. has nothing yeah, it has on nothing it? On it. Would you be able to fill it in? Yeah, yeah no. no I'm, I'm screwed on the Slovenias. <laughs> hey, we appreciate your time today, Jim. You have an hey. awesome day there in Tokyo, and uh, we'll continue to check in with you. Be safe. All right. Talk to you tomorrow. He's okay. ABC News correspondent Jim Ryan, live at the Tokyo Olympics. Seriously, did you ever think you'd hear somebody say, you know, that the big game? <laughs> yeah. The U.S. men's basketball team versus Team Slovenia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like if Steph Curry went to play for Kazakhstan because his uncle was from, you know what I mean? Right. You'd be like, oh, I can't wait to see that game. The big Kazakhstan game. Because Steph Curry's on the team. Aren't they in our building? Is Kazakhstan in our building? I believe so. And those are a ton of embassies or whatever they're called. They're called consulates. You call it embassy every single time. It's not embassies. They're mask mandated, too. Let me tell you. Yeah. We know Turkey's in our building. Yeah. Yeah. We know North Korea is in our building. That's a good one. No. No, South Korea. Yeah. South okay, Korea. Yeah. The good right. one. The no, one. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> the, we have the good one. We have South Korea. That's, we the, good, just, that's the good Korea. We were just talking right. about uh, Kim Jong-un's but we have one of the We have one of the stands in here. What? Kazakhstan? Which one? I don't know. It's a stand. Uzbekistan? I don't think so. Azerbaijan? I have <laughs> no. I played in a United. You go through I, every one. No, I played what? in a golf outing one time, and and everybody was assigned a country, and it was it was a thing. I was Azerbaijan. <laughs> I was I, Azerbaijan I, I, in a golf tour. This is Andre. That's a whole other discussion. <laughs> if you couldn't find Slovenia. There's. I don't I even know what Azerbaijan was is. Azerbaijan <laughs> in a I, golf tournament. I'll have the chicken Azerbaijan, please. Oh, it's delicious <laughs> with, with the sauce. Fries. Oh my god, I love it when they do that. <laughs> Some of you are already well into it. Wake and bake. It's Bruce, Andrea, <laughs> you and wake cheese. and bake. Wake and bake. Wake and bake. Come on now. That's a thing. I didn't. That's a thing. You didn't make that up. Yeah. No, I didn't. That's never not, heard that. No. Yeah. Come on. I need. You know, I I sound very old lately. You need to hang out with Miranda more. <laughs> so, yes, infant producer Miranda can uh, explain uh, you the ways, if you will. Um, why are we talking about it? Well, we know that here. Uh, um, in Illinois, and specifically here in, in Chicago, that the the weed mm-hmm. is legal, recreational yeah. for adults over of a certain age. You can buy it, drive around with it, consume it, etc., etc., etc. Right? Yeah. We still have the medicinal angle to it, but it's really caused a bit of a 
it's 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 made for some challenging times for businesses who have drug testing policies, right? Yes. So I I'm going to back up and I'm going to go back a long time ago. Back when I was cool. You're just oh, going to take my word right, on this. Let me vi- let me picture it. Okay. I, I pr- keep your eyes closed. Okay. I just appreciate you can even fathom that there that happened. There you are. There we go. Okay, so back when I was cool. So um, <laughs> we had a it. drug testing policy at my radio station in L.A. Mm-hmm. At the Hippity Hop station. Yeah. Power 106. KBWR Los Angeles. We had to stop drug testing employees. Because too many people were testing positive? All of them. Yeah. They were testing positive for the weed. And they were happy. We passed. We passed it. Yes. Test. Yeah, I, I think I, I literally think they thought we were testing to see if they had weed. Yeah. Please, uh, we're, if you don't have yeah. weed, you're out of here. Hey, who had so, the most, man? So we had a company policy, yeah. you know, drug test policy. Sure. And this is 20 years. We we had to stop doing it. Yeah. Wait, you had to stop doing the testing. weed or testing? Okay. We're right. like, this is pointless. Like pointless yeah. Right. Well, yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> Ask them. They'll tell you yeah. yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's part of the culture. It's part of who they are. So. We've gotten to the point now, though, where plenty of, I say regular companies, not crazy ones like the radio business, um, are trying to navigate where do you draw the line. Right, because Illinois, do you know last year, Illinois, first year it was legal, $1 billion this state made. So there are companies now like Amazon who are saying, hey, you know what, we're rethinking this policy because when you're trusted for it, it stays in your system for 30 days. And that's the challenge. Yeah. That's the challenge, because if you're saying, well, I don't want my Amazon worker all hopped up on the weed. Okay, fair. Sure. The problem is, if you're testing people, unlike alcohol, Mm -hmm. if you do a, a breathalyzer or a blood test, okay, I've, I've seen them do this. Yeah, it's immediate. You know right then and there. How much alcohol is in your system, yes. whether you are inebriated, whether you are impaired, right. you know, the, you've seen the field sobriety, yeah. t- put, put, put your head back, touch your nose, you know, these things count backwards from 10, whatever it might be. You can identify the level of impairment with alcohol immediately. Yes. You could test somebody for marijuana and they could test positive for, is it the metabolites uh, stay in their system? Whatever it is, Nimidoli. whatever the thing is, yeah, it stays. whatever it stays in your system, but it could have. They could have ingested that marijuana three weeks ago. A week, two weeks. Ago. Yeah. So they're not impaired at the time. They don't have bloodshot eyes. They're all like, "Hey, dude, where are the funyuns?" They're not even. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what oh, high funyuns. people do. Oh yeah. Is that what they do? Oh yeah. Mountain Dew and funyuns. Mountain Dew and funyuns. Thank go. you. Now I know. I mean, and that makes sense. Brandon, too. put the Mountain Dew down. Okay. Um, Bring the funyuns in here. That yeah. makes sense. I mean, you don't want, of course, you don't want your doctor. Being test, you know, testing positive, or someone's going to do surgery. First responders, I know they're still tested, but you're right, an Amazon worker. But you say first someone. responders, so let's use police. Okay. Obviously, we would not want an officer on the beat with Hi. a badge and a gun under the influence of marijuana. Fair enough. Correct. Does that mean that they couldn't use that on their personal time, on their days off, on their vacation? Do you see what I'm saying? If it did not impact, so because what you're what you're saying is, how much control does your employer have 
away from work. Because they certainly don't tell cops. You can't do that. You can't have a beer on the weekend. Right. Yeah. But you, is there a drug, like CPD? You're a police officer. You can't do... I it's mean, against it illegal. It's federal, it's against federal yeah, law. No, you can't. Federal law, yeah. Correct, yeah. Like police, police fire, yeah. paramedic, they cannot, they're drug tested randomly. Yes. Okay. And they cannot. Until they, it's they, they can, federally they cannot, legal. They cannot test positive for a controlled substance. Right. Okay. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you, but you see what I'm yeah. saying? We, we still don't treat, I think we should treat marijuana like alcohol. Like I, I, I don't see a distinct difference between. So the So if two you of think them. it shows up in your system and you test positive for it, and it could have been three weeks ago on a day off, you think that's okay for a first yes. responder? See, I don't know because yeah, I don't well, think I want. But well, first off, if you think it's not happening, I got a bridge to sell you. <laughs> Where's the bridge? It's a hell of a bridge. You're really nice one. Like it. You're it's the like Dusable. It. Warm. Are there winters warm? Don't look up at it. The rust will get in your eyes. I walk under the Dusable Bridge all the time. Yo, go, Nick. Yeah, I think you got a good argument. Yeah. Well, I think you have to have Congress. I I don't want I don't want executive order. I want Congress to pass the law. Yeah. 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 Right. Technically. Right. It's a schedule, schedule one drug, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. What about medicinal? What if you're a, a police nope. officer that has cancer no. and you want... No? Wow. You have to take but, so you Advil. see that we have this patchwork yeah. of laws, rules, regulations, drug testing yeah. that may not be... And I use the term accurate because, again, I'm not going to argue that if you are drunk or high, okay... You should not be driving a semi truck or, or anything, being a police anything. officer yeah. or an airline pilot or a surgeon. I'm not going to argue that. But there is a difference between the testing, and maybe it is a testing issue that will help solve this as well. I don't yes. disagree with Nick. But so I, I did a ride along. I, I do ride alongs with the Popo every once in a while. We pulled a guy over for uh, um, speeding, mm-hmm. driving erratically, by the way. You know, when you pass the cop and cut him <laughs> off, we were, I mean, I'm right along. We're right along. Yes. And, and I, the guy flies by us 30 mile over the speed limit and then cuts us off. And, and, the, and I was riding, it was a, 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 a trooper and he just looks at me and goes, we got him. We got him. Right. <laughs> like, I don't have a choice. Other really? people are looking at me going, you're going to let this guy yeah, get away exactly. with this crap. He goes, I got to pull him over. And. I mean, you know, the smell of weed pouring out of the car. Oh. I mean, like, I was like, whoa. Like, I opened up the door to the squad car, and I could smell weed. Like and Cheech he, and Chong. And he looked, the, at, me, he looked at me, and he's like, out. yeah. I, I, looked, I was like, do I? He goes, yeah. yeah. And we did a, we. we. I watched. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, now, I'm part of the, the squad, right? We arrested uh, him. Did a field sobriety test. He failed. Uh, Shocking. Took him in. Arrested him, threw him in the back of the squad car, took him in. He was nice. He was very, he was higher than a kite. He <laughs> was very happy. He thanked them for arresting him. And uh, I did the blood draw. Did another sobriety te- field sobriety test. Because, again, with the police, it was you have to do, you have to show the level of impairment because merely the presence of marijuana in the blood is not proof of impairment. Yeah, so we had a enough. videoed thing where you know 
count backwards, touch your nose, and he, he just kept failing all of that, and he had the marijuana system. Right. So those two things combined. So you're right. It, 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 what it boils down to is the level of, so we you can you can yeah. tell how drunk somebody is and how bad how badly drunk they are. Yeah. You can't yet do it. So I think the answer Might lies the in the testing. testing. But also, if you made it uh, legal on a federal level, we need to get on that. Nick and I are going to get get to work on, on that. that. Okay, We're on it. Hey, good morning and a happy Tuesday. It's Bruce, Andrea Darlis, in for Judy, and DJ Cheese. And, you know, we've talked to a variety of different people, uh, from politicians to law enforcement to community activists. And, yeah. and there is... A common thread that has popped up. Um, as we try to understand violence, the shootings, and something that it appears that there is agreement on is a lack of, I'm going to use the term detectives, and I hope I'm, I'm not besmirching any specific uh, area. A lack of detectives investigating, arresting, and putting up for prosecution some of these shooters, literally. Right, like the repeat offenders? The repeat, here's why I say that. So we, we've had conversations with um, uh, Pastor Corey Brooks. Yeah. Uh, and he's a, they have a, a like a violence uh, a project out on the streets too. They try project to hood, yeah. project hood, yeah, project hood. But they have these the guys on the streets that try to mitigate. Uh, they try to negotiate and and yeah. deescalate to uh, beefs in the community. The community activists. Yeah. yeah. And he told he told us. And by the way, Alderman Lopez told us this. Jerry McCarthy told us. He, just, yeah. so, uh, he said, "Well, it's the same guys doing a lot of these shootings." It, right, the repeat offenders. He goes, it's, it's, and we don't, for a variety of reasons. Community is not cooperating with police. Right. There aren't enough detectives in the area. Mm -hmm. They're not clearing these cases. And we actually see the, um, uh, the results of that when you when you see the actual hard numbers. No, they're not clearing a lot of these shootings and murders, which I would think almost emboldens some of the shooters themselves. I think you're so not going to get caught at this joining us right now is alderman ray lopez representing the 15th ward good morning to you alderman lopez good morning everybody how are you today we're fine i, I do want to start off by by extending our condolences on uh, on the loss your family suffered so we, we were thinking about you cancer sucks let's say that that it does absolutely thank you well we uh we appreciate you making some time for us because we're talking about you know this this issue of Either a lack of detectives, a lack of uh, uh, time being put into it, that a lot of the violence that is being committed in and around the city of Chicago, if we understand correctly, is a lot of them are repeat offenders. They're not getting caught. They're not getting prosecuted. You guys, the, the city council, you, you recently saw some data on this, right? Yeah, you know, we, we hear from the uh, superintendent that, you know, that we're closing cases. I heard uh, just a moment ago you were talking about how uh, they're uh, not solving the cases. There's a difference between solving cases and closing cases. And okay. our detectives have been focusing on closing them uh, for lack of evidence or lack of follow-up. And they consider the matter dealt with. That doesn't help families. That doesn't bring justice. And to your point, that certainly doesn't show that there's any consequence for the actions that, yes, these repeat offenders are doing. We see 
uh, plenty of evidence where people who are either out on bond, out on bond, mm-hmm. on electronic monitoring, or have already pending court cases from similar issues are doing the same things over and over and over and over again in our neighborhoods because they know that they all they have to do is just, you know, plead poverty, basically, and they'll be allowed to be back home and back out on the street doing what they do best. We have to start involving some consequences, and we need to make sure that our police department has the resources and hires the people and promotes people to do the job. You know, I say time and again, there's more than one way to defund the police, and Mayor Lightfoot has found it. If you deny hiring, you deny promotions, and you allow attrition to take over, our numbers are automatically going to go down uh, because of that. Mm. And she has done exactly that for the last year and a half, where Rahm Emanuel was hiring officers 100 a month, Mm -hmm. beefing up the police force by over... 1,500 officers, we have seen all of those gains evaporate in the last 16 months right. under this administration. So, Alderman, obviously, so 400-plus Chicago police uh, staff have retired in the first six months of the year. So you have a, a, a lack of staff, number one, a lack of people openings, signing up. right, yeah. So many openings yep. right now. And then coupled with that are these repeat offenders, and I say repeat because they're out. They're back. They're committing crime after crime after crime again because they're on the street. So does the problem then, I guess, to begin to solve this problem, does that start with the courts and it, not letting them chicken back Chicken and egg? Where, we, where, yeah, where do you it's start? Just, it's like this, it's this, this vicious cycle. Right. This endless and everybody cycle. seems to point at, at somebody else's problem, Alvin right. Lopez. Well, you know, we see time and we always see where in the press conferences, you know, they're all pointing fingers at oh, each yeah. other. They're, you know, well, this one's pointing at that one. The next one's pointing at the other one. And then the other one points back to the orig- originator. Yeah. No, I'm not for pointing fingers. We can look and focus on what we can control, and we control the police department. We control if we hire. We control if people feel uh, supported. That is what we can control as the city of Chicago. And, you know, I think it's time that the mayor and superintendent focus on supporting our officers, hiring the way we should, Mm -hmm. and promoting from within. You have almost 200 people who've been waiting for sergeant and lieutenant promotions who have been denied because the superintendent is focusing on ways to to bend around the applicants uh, to achieve some sort of racial metrics that they want to uh, obtain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the meantime, you're holding the entire department back, unable to have the people who've rightly earned promotions move forward. And you've created a, a scenario where no one wants to work in this department anymore. And all right. of that combined now makes it so much harder to arrest and have the police do their job in our communities where you're going to force them into a burnout situation where you've overworked them all summer. It's going to continue more than likely into the uh, fall because we know criminals aren't going to stop just because it's back to <laughs> weather changes. Yeah. Right. Um, and we're just going to see this cycle continue. Yeah. And until we get our house in order, get our crap together, so to speak, you know, we're going to continue to see this cycle perpetuate. We have to be the ones to break the cycle if we can't count on the state's attorney and the courts to do it. We have to start somewhere. Alderman and Lopez. Right now, I don't think any of them want to start. Alderman Lopez, keep fighting the good fight. Thank you for your time this morning. All right, guys. You take care. You best of luck to you. Happy Tuesday.
We're going to jump right into the 7 o'clock hour, taking a look at the big stories that people are talking about. Andrea Darlis will kick us off. Well, every Chicago area county except one is seeing substantial COVID transmission this morning. And city of Chicago is saying everyone should mask up indoors, even if you're fully vaccinated. Here we go again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chicago Cubs are basically apologizing to the city of Chicago <laughs> for trading away all their good players. <laughs> And acknowledging we suck again. Yes, uh, Tom Ricketts, the uh, chairman, uh, sent a letter to the uh, uh, season ticket holders saying it was very, very tough, hard on everyone to trade away the entire bleeping team (laughs) and all the jerseys you bought. Yeah. uh, Yeah. He swears they'll be better in the future. Cheese. Mm -hmm. Well, Italy and Qatar, what do they have in common? They're sharing a gold medal. What do you mean? Yeah, the high jump, the men's high jump, both guys jumped the same exact height. Exact height. And they decided, let's just share the medal. Cut it in half. So they're going to share the gold medal in an unprecedented move in the Tokyo Olympics. I didn't think it was a thing. I didn't think so either. They're really going to cut it in half. You get it Tuesday, Thursday. (laughs) I get it Monday, Wednesday, and revolving Friday, so... Shouldn't they have, like, a jump off? (laughs) They should have a jump off. I know, right? a jump off. Yeah. Can't tie. <laughs> they're sharing. There's no ties. Come on, they're sharing. I want it this weekend. Is that a tie? I know uh, you're going out to the club. You want it. I want uh, it. Andrea, you, you just mentioned that we are seeing yes. rising COVID transmission, transmission rates. Mm-hmm. Whenever we hear about that, you know, our, our thoughts go to our expert in the field. Yes, she is. The infectious disease specialist at the University of Illinois, Dr. Susan Bleasdale. Dr. Bleasdale, good morning. Good morning. I, I, I'm going to ask this to you, and I want you to be honest with me, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, pre- all right prepare, prepare her. For are this. you sick of talking about this yet? Uh, do you, are you looking <laughs> forward to the day when you don't have to talk to us about infectious diseases? I'm, I'm not sure that. That day will ever come. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. That there's any infectious disease that I won't be, will right. need to try to help with. Okay. I am very, very, very hopeful that um, we will get ahead of this COVID and yeah. start talking about some other infectious diseases that need attention as well. Um, but I'm, I'm always happy to yes. help, you know, get the information out, dispel the myths and, and try to sort through the various information that's out there. Well, I think you've done an amazing amazing job of that, and that's why we do have you on, and we know that this is absolutely your wheelhouse. So I'm going to make a statement, and I'm going to give you a chance, Dr. Bleasdale, to scold, berate, and change my mind. I am vaccinated. You told me to get vaccinated, so I did. Yes, you did. Okay? I'm fully vaccinated. Yes. Got my little card. It's a real one, not a fake one. Okay. Got the owies on my arm. I wore a mask everywhere I was supposed to uh, during, you know, for, well, forever, it seemed like, up until, up until recently. I don't want to wear a mask anymore. I feel like I've done everything I was supposed to do. Why should I have to put a mask back on and go back into any of these restrictions, Dr. Bleasdale. I'll give you a chance to change my mind. Well, you know, it is a tough question because you're right. You've done everything that you need to do to help us to get past this, but we're not past it yet. And the biggest issue right now and why the CDC is recommending those that are vaccinated to wear masks indoors 
is because there is still a risk that you may acquire the COVID infection even though you're vaccinated, although you are significantly protected against severe complications from the infection. And really what it is 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 you you should wear a mask when you're in uh, indoors in large settings where there is people that you don't know their vaccination status, you don't know whether or not they've been exposed to others regardless of their vaccination status to protect you from getting COVID-19. As a vaccinated person, it's primarily going to be uh, a nuisance disease. It's going to be like a, a, a milder flu is what it's like the seasonal like. flu go- yeah. goes around. Okay. Right. So you're protected and you are mm-hmm. less likely to get it since you're vaccinated, right. but there is still a chance. And right now, because there is still transmission, it means that if you get it, you, you still need to be um, tested. And if you have it, you still need to be isolated from others so you don't transmit it to anybody else that is vulnerable. And so it's really to try to continue to do what you're doing. It's recommended that you wear a mask while you're indoors in in large public settings. Mm. Um, so, so, so that's why. Okay. Can, you, can, you, can you hear my can you hear my hesitancy? It was a little slap on the wrist. A little slap on the wrist. I'm listening. I am I am open to the concept. Doctor Bleasdale, yeah. I as a medical professional, I want to get your thoughts on Lala when you were looking at Ooh. all of those images <laughs> of all those unmasked. Although I did see many security guards wearing the mask, but those unmasked youth, masses. millennials, masses in Grand Park. And I want to know if you think we're going to go backwards, maybe not to where we were six months ago with everything shut down and all masks indoors and outdoors, but do you think we are regressing Ooh. and going to go back to a stage of socially distancing? I I am I am concerned about Lollapalooza. I think that they, the organizers in the city were cautious and they did the right things. They made sure that the, those that attended were vaccinated or had a test within two days of attending the event. Um, there was no precautions at the event. That was evident from the, yeah. the, the uh, pictures. It, it was young people that were being young people and back to, to, to where things were before, and they were doing what they were told, meaning they got vaccinated or they got tested. I am still concerned, though, that we may see an increase in cases after the Lollapalooza event. Um, it, thankfully, it's in young people were primarily attending there, and so um, and hopefully, majority of those were vaccinated. So we may see some cases. The biggest question now is for those that attended: if you have symptoms, it's really important that you get tested, that you mask and you keep away from others because although young people have a a lower risk for complications of the the infection, they can still spread it to others that could be vulnerable. And so that's where this is really important. And also we have to watch because there are people that traveled to come to Lollapalooza from other areas and maybe have Mm -hmm. shared shared whatever's happening where they came from and then bringing new, you know, new infections back to wherever they went, they went back to. And so we are likely going to see some increases, you know, in, in Illinois, we had not seen the level of the Delta variant yet. Um, I do think bringing people from large areas into Lollapalooza 
will likely accelerate the the amount of Delta virus that virus that's going to be spreading in Chicago in the next. Probably we're going to see it within the next two weeks, and then. You know, when it gets to those that are vulnerable, it takes a little bit longer, and the hospitalizations are delayed. So I think we may not see this. We'll see positivity rates go up in two weeks, hospitalizations in three weeks, and deaths in four weeks wow. related to any increased cases. Yeah, that's it's a lagging indicator, absolutely. Yeah. Dr. Bleasdale, we appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having me. She is Dr. Susan Bleasdale, She's infectious disease expert, She's specialist at the University of She's Illinois. the best. Now, are you convinced? Are yeah, I'm you still not wearing a mask. Okay, I didn't think yeah. so. Still not going to wear a mask. So, again, I'm vaccinated. So, if I do come in contact, yeah. I would get the equivalent of the a flu. Light, right. Yeah. A lighter yeah. version. I'm not going of to the it. hospital. Yeah. I'm not going on a ventilator. I'm not going to die of it. No. Very, very low chance of that. Well, yeah. I never got flu shots before. I was perfectly okay getting the flu. Really? You never oh, got yeah. a flu shot? I, the flu was like a vacation for me. <laughs> Literally. It's the only time, I could, only time I could get a few days alone. Are you kidding me? Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. I'm like, woo! Chicken soup, lose a little weight. Bed. Yeah. Lose a little weight. Get to play video games. Not have to go outside. When yeah. does that start? <laughs> All right? You make bath time lots of fun. Robert Eckiam is happily fond of you. Oh. <laughs> is that Ernie or Bert? Ernie, right? Ah, nice. Good call. She knows her Sesame Street. Oh, yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. you hear hints of Kermit in there, too. Same in, guy? In the voice, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, Bruce, Andrea Darlis. <laughs> And DJ Cheese, as we have our rubber duckies uh, with us. Um, never let it be said that we don't tackle the hitting issues. <laughs> oh, all of them. We've I discussed would... violence in Chicago. Yeah. Already. We've, we've talked about masks mm-hmm. and uh, COVID. Right? Delta variant. Delta yeah. variant, yeah. for the love of God. And now, baths versus showers. Yeah, this is, this is divisive. <laughs> this is I'm not going to lie. This is divisive. Now this we're really into the divisive made me issues. stop and think. This yeah. made you think. So here's an interesting thing. Uh, there was a study from the people that do study. Mm-hmm. Do you find baths or showers to be more relaxing? Okay. Which is more relax? If you're saying relaxing, I feel like a bath is more relaxing. Because you're lying down with bath with bath salts and candles. Could, there could be there could be accoutrement involved in yeah. the bath. Yes, oh, a nice way to put that. Right, but I. So when you say relaxing, yeah. I feel like a bath is more relaxing. But that's I, like saying what's more relaxing: standing up or or, or laying down. Laying down's more right, relaxing, it is. isn't it? Yeah, especially there are bath people. And there are shower people. There are people. Especially yeah. in 40 below weather in Chicago. You want to take a nice bath. You do? With the bath song. Miranda, and infant the... producer Miranda, where are you on the bath uh, shower debate? Baths can be relaxing could. if you're in a freshly clean tub. but Freshly like... clean tub. <laughs> well, you're not gonna... I just feel like they cause me more stress if the bathtub is dirty because it has everybody's dirt and grime. Who, 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 who's, who, hold on a second. <laughs> Where are you bathing, Miranda? Miranda? Who's, who's coming into your place and bathing? <laughs> what bathhouse are you are at? These My boyfriend people? is dirty. I do not want to take a bath after he comes home from work and takes a shower. It's not. No, it's Oh, gross. so you're taking a bath in the same place you're taking the shower. You've got yeah. the shower in the oh, bathtub. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. A lot of separate. people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had my last... My, the, 
my last condo, it, it, was, it was separate. Right. So that Mine was is nice. that way now. I've got a shower, little yes. glass thingy, and then I have a, a bath thingy. Separate, right. They're completely separate. With some, some yeah, haven't jets. made it there yet. But my, ba- my bath one, <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Hold on. Well, you know. I, I have not been a bath person. I, I'm having my mind changed because I do in my place now. I got the press the little button and the bubbles come out. Oh, you get the if you oh, have the, the jacuzzi tub. Yeah, yes, that is highly relaxing. This is what it's like to be a Vanderbilt, this is, right? This is a, this is <laughs> okay. a Rockefeller. So that being said, my new my new place, yeah, just has the shower. Just it's a shower. Very, it's a big shower. It's great. So I haven't taken a bath. Uh, this is going to sound bad. I haven't taken a bath in probably five years. Okay. So you have showered in the last. Yeah, oh yeah, years. yeah. Okay, just well, wanted to, I do, wanted to I clarify that. Twice just a day. What? Wow. Yeah, I do. I know it's not good for your hair, and Stephanie, our boss, twice might argue day? that I do because you you wake up, and especially today, three in the morning, you want to wake up, take a shower, be fresh. Shower helps me wake up, and then at the end of the day, you end of the day, wash all the dirt off. You do? Yeah, like hairspray. What are you doing all day to get dirt all over you? No, you just are you rolling go, around in you, it? You want to go to bed with like you're smelling nice and put your nice pajamas on. <laughs> I can understand that right? on weekends, but on the weekends, on weekends when we work, I can't. I can't take. Okay, so hold on a second. Like, don't I, you guys go you home? People have lo- I, I, my mind is blown in all <laughs> of this. So Miranda, wash the day away. You only will shower on a weekend. No, no, like I'll Night, shower twice a day, twice a day on, on a weekend, weekend but like, to I'll wash shower. off the weekend off yeah. of you, but you won't wash the weekday off of no, you. No, I will. I'll shower after work, but we have no time in the morning. I'm not going to wake up 30 more minutes early or 40 more minutes earlier. To, I'm to sorry, shower. none of you people shower before you come in here? I, I shower twice a week. Oh, oh. my God. What are, I like showering mean, before Oh, my bed. God. What do but, I do? That's so I stand here. I go home. <laughs> I sit on the couch. You drive. I go to bed. I come here. Yeah, it's I, not like I'm out like I, on the back forty. Like I can you? see Nick showering because he's out on the back forty mowing, bailing hay. Bay, exactly. You know, chase farm animals around. Milking. I mean, things happen yeah. on the Milking farm, cows. right? Yeah. I, I shower every clean. morning before you come to work. Yes. See, mm. that's good. Why do you because, why because I have a long drive in. I'm it not helps, yeah, me, it like helps me wake said. up. Yeah. Also, I would I argue that you are men. Okay, maybe yeah, this is stereotypical. Why, thank you for noticing. You guys, yeah, gonna, you just rinse off, don't you? You don't have to do your hair. Look at look, <laughs> look at, at our <laughs> hair. Look at our hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look Obviously. at Jesus. Do you think we you did? Put do you think I did it like this? You think this is a style? Yeah. It actually, well, yeah, you're not wearing a baseball cap. I'm not. So you got to put a little gel in. My hair has no products in it whatsoever. But so that would be the, like you. No, but caffeine wakes me up in the morning. Caffeine pill and a Red Bull instead of a shower. Rinse off. I can't believe you don't rinse your day away. So what if you're sweating? What quickly? if you're at the grocery store? <laughs> sweating at the grocery? What are you doing at the grocery store? What am I doing? Aerobics in the in the in the cereal aisle? Right. No. All right. Wait. Do you work out during the day? Do I look okay. like I work out? Wrong. Do you? What in God's green? Benching two twenty, two twenty one. What am I doing to my hair? Get a nice working workout? out? Like you have this whole idea of what my right? day looks like that is completely not based in reality, no. including sweating at the grocery store. Yeah. But, what? Siri? Can I just explain this. to you real quick? You do need to rethink this. <laughs> you do. I'm going to speak for Cheese right now and other, other guys out there. Okay. So we get into the shower. Okay. When we do get into it. And we get uh, 
shampoo, which yeah. also is the same as body wash, and you can also wax your car with it. It's just all in one. It's a it's a it's a gel product. It doesn't matter what it is, and we put it in our hair. Right, yeah, hold on, yeah. and then we go like this under our underarms. Yeah, then we go to the nether region. Right. Yep. And then every other part of our body your is feet? automatically cleaned by, like everything from my thigh down is just from the water running down it cleans it. Okay, yeah, it's like so a car wash. So like a car wash. It's just, like, it's just I, I get rinsed. I don't know if I'm, okay, you, A, you don't wash your feet? What, what happened no. to the feet? The water, I'm standing, I'm standing in, in soapy water when the, when the soap goes down to my body. What about the, the back? Well, that's the nether region that's a little, nether, yeah. but I mean, what? Oh yeah, God. and you guys don't have loofahs. Oh, hold on one second. Oh, what is I'm, your what is it? <laughs> I'm buying you cheese a and loofah. Nick loofahs. Yeah, it's it's yeah, like that'll a sponge. go to waste. It's a sponge. Oh, your skin. You could have different colors. And you're so you're not I supposed to wash to... your hair with the soap. You have shampoo, conditioner, no, and guys, then your body wash. All in one thing. Huh? It's an all in one bar soap. All in one. Yeah. I have a bar. I you have can a bar wash of everything soap. with the same liquid or gel or bar. You could do a bar of soap and a loofah, so it's like a double wash. Okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want you too much work. I don't want you to waste any money or time on that, loofahs yeah. on me. Uh, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. It's Bruce Andrea Darlis in for Judy. DJ Cheese over there. Another reminder, you know, we podcast. Ooh, yes. You can find the link to our podcast at WLSAM.com. You mm-hmm. can also, uh, you could search for it if you're an Apple person. Go to, go to the Apple Podcast Center. Search for uh, Bruce St. James Show. And you can listen back to the segment we just did on showering and baths <laughs> and learn that and Andrea is still shocked. She's like, her mouth is like, yeah, like that, if, that, that men and women shower differently. If you could hear the off air conversation that we just had about, <laughs> and this is a perfect segue into this Gen 2 totally because, you know, you have to proper skincare and you have to moisturize and we, mean, have, to. we have to squeegee have now, to too. She asked me, do you squeegee after you get out of the shower? And I said, squeegee what? <laughs> What am I squeegeeing? The walls. And then I was even more stunned that after you shave, I said, don't you put on like a moisturizer? I most certainly do not moisturize. You just walk out into the day. I just walk out. It's crazy. (laughs) I bet Jen's going to have something to say about that. Yeah, Jen. Joining us right now, (laughs) (laughs) she's like, what did I get into the mirror? To help. help. Jen Del Judas, thank you so much for joining us. You are the owner and founder of Lux Honor, and uh, we appreciate having you here. You know, but it does play into this a little bit because we're talking to you about self care. Yeah. Especially, I think it is safe to say, with the current times we're in, Jen, and people, we have a date on the calendar here. We have a date, one month, one month. Our offices are reopened and mm-hmm. everyone's back. And that's causing some people maybe anxiety is a nice way to put it, Jen. How are you helping people with that? Good morning, everybody. Thanks for having me. <laughs> awesome to have <laughs> you, you with us. Me up. We, we try. So <laughs> thank you. So here have no fear. Okay. okay. Have no fear, everyone. Right. Um, so we all need to be practicing some self-care. So I'm gonna teach you guys some tools and how to de-stress and detox, okay? Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. I'm sitting so, down. Okay, all right, all right. So the first thing you do, simple, you have to breathe, breathe, breathe. I was just talking to your producer before the show. Yes. Honestly, before you get out of bed, 
Just take a slow inhalation in through your nose. Hold that breath and release, okay? okay. Right. And I want you guys to set your intentions for the day. I want you to focus on this beautiful day. The sun is shining. The, um, you're going to be around your friends and coworkers, and you're going to be speaking to the public and doing all this great um, education, right? So the first thing is just breath work. And then I want you to hydrate, you know, drink a lot of water. Okay. Kind of drink half your body weight, throw some lemons in there, some mint, mm. maybe um, purchase a glass straw. Be fun with this. <laughs> I drink tons I have of mint. I'm, I'm going to bring well. you mint. I'm on my second bottle right. of water already. That's Look awesome. I'm on my second Red Bull. See, yes. okay, Jen, that's does, the thing. does Red Bull contain yeah. water? Because that's all cheese. No. Water. Jen, I have I have I have one guy here who's Red Bull King, and oh then the other who, to his credit, showers, but just doesn't moisturize. <laughs> to his credit lack showers. Well, yeah, you're the only one. Besides me, of course. <laughs> oh boy, oh, we have some work to do. But, but no, so, but I think it? Jen, what Jen's saying is, and 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 some of it strikes me as common sense, but that People need to be reminded sometimes maybe common sense isn't as common as we think mm -hmm. it is. But you're also right. getting into a little bit of, of almost mindfulness there, it strikes me exactly. as. Exactly. I don't start my day without, you know, meditation. Meditation does not have to be this long, drawn-out meditation. It can take seconds. It can take a minute. It doesn't have to be so stressful. So really, every day before you get out of bed, take that time. Take a few seconds and set those intentions. Hmm. And then you mentioned um, hydrate and moisturize. Well, I'm all about plant medicine. Okay. And the power of these plants, these essential oils. So, you know, they do have health benefits. They have um, a psycho and um, physical benefits. Really? So I am on a cleaning crusade for us all to detox and de-stress by practicing these tools and getting on some clean products, you know, that can really heal the mind, the body, and the spirit. Jim, so, what's, what's a good way to end the day? You talk about waking up and meditating and hydrating, and of course, we all need to take better care of ourselves, especially now as we're all going back to work and we're all gathering again in, in small and large groups. What's a nice way to kind of end the day with self-care? And by the way, Jen, if it doesn't include wine, my mom isn't <laughs> going to listen. But I'm just going to throw it out there. Hey, no, it's all about moderation. I like my wine, too. Okay. I prefer red. But by the, but the end of the day, and even throughout the day, I'll breathe. You know, just be more mindful. Those breaks throughout the day. Because we all need self-care throughout the day. Um, and then at the end of the day, you know, get back into that that mindfulness with decompressing, turn off the phone, turn off the blue light on the TV, Oof. and try to listen to some soft music, um, play a guided meditation, read a few pages of your book, try to get your mind to decompress, sink into that bed, lower those shoulders, put those hands down and start to ground yourself, feel the breath in your diaphragm, and just be in tune to your inner body, to your inner soul. And that will quiet your mind. It'll quiet the chatter. And I promise you guys, you will sleep. You will live a loving, happy life. Okay? <laughs> Jen, I, I, I just it. talking to you makes me feel better about <laughs> no kidding, it. Man. Jen, thank you so much for your time this morning.
Thank you so much. We Don't appreciate it. Meditate a few times today. Here, here, <laughs> Jen Del Judas, uh, owner and founder of Lux Honor, talking about self care is critical care, especially around this time, right? Yeah, especially as we're reemerging, we're gathering, we're seeing the data of well, actually, and and which changes constantly too. It's like we're reemerging, no masks. Oh wait. That plays on your psyche, too. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Mask no. indoors. So. Yeah, my mind never stops. It's so hard to, like she said, it's it's hard to go to bed because your mind is just constantly, constantly that's racing. Take, that's why I have to take a pill this Yeah, time. me too. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating. Oh, yeah. Like a little mel- And I think a little, like a melatonin or... Oh, no, yeah. I'm well yeah, past I wish melatonin. Okay. Melatonin's oh, like God a Flintstone vitamin. Yeah. Yeah. I could sit here and eat melatonin's like M&M's all day. I wouldn't even... I won't even yawn. Are you yeah. kidding me? No, we're way past that. We're yeah. way past yeah. melatonin. Are you kidding? I'm at horse tranquilizer, I believe now. Just to try to Wait, get to Wait, you got a guy sleep. for that? He's yeah, got, I got a guy. He's oh, got a dart gun. I got a guy. Exactly. <laughs> just like, <laughs> stay on the other side of the room. Hit me with a dart. <laughs> Down I go. He's out. All righty. Good oh. grief. Hey, do you guys remember when we started talking about Lollapalooza? Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to say it was a press conference. Wasn't it on Friday? Where Mayor Lightfoot came out and they asked her, like, so how you know, how did Lolly Lolly go? And she said, Well, ninety percent of the attendees in day one were vaccinated. I remember this eight percent had a negative test result. Okay. And two percent brought no documentation whatsoever, right? Right. Seems pretty so, good, right? But and everybody <laughs> just kind of took yeah. it and ran with it. Everybody except Rex Hupke over at the trip. Yeah. Who asked a question, like good journalists do. So where'd that number come from? <laughs> well, the mayor's office said, well, the the number came from a tweet from the people that run Lollapalooza. From, from Lala, yeah. <laughs> so he reached out to Lollapalooza. So where'd that number come from? And they haven't answered, nor can they. No. So none of us know if 90% of the people were even remote. We have no idea. And he reads Because you're taking Lollapalooza's word for it. And I've said this before, and I say it with all due respect. And what happens when I say it with all due respect? You could say whatever you want. Whatever I want. It's in, <laughs> in the, the Geneva Chamber Convention, Convention <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Lollapalooza concert organizers, promoters, are not in the business of checking vaccine status. No. No, and Rex raises great questions. How'd they get the number? Did ticket takers create a digital record of every person who showed their proof of vaccine? Because we saw videos videos, of people going in. To say that (laughs) the checks weren't strenuous would be an uh, it would be an insult to the not strenuous. I mean, it was it was that's not what was happening. Plus, as I did point out yesterday, the guy who posted on Facebook his vax card. It was fake. As McLovin. (laughs) I assume that. I'm sorry. It was allegedly fake. Yeah. Well, I'm going to only go with it that his legal name isn't McLovin because his Facebook page that he posted it from is also not McLovin. (laughs) Because if McLovin would have posted a McLovin vaccine card, I'd go, well, his name's McLovin. Exactly. There you go. He's He's an Irish Irish R&B singer. Okay. Okay. (laughs) He can do that. You know. As McLovin. Okay, so you so the story said day one, 90%. Yeah. What about day two? Three. And day four. three. Well, we, apparently we four. have to wait for Lollapalooza oh. to tweet about it, and then the mayor can tell us exactly how well it oh, went. God. Yeah. Dr. Bleasdale said the, the outlook is bleak on that, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. She wasn't happy. No, She's not no. happy that I'm, yeah. I'm going with her. 
I got uh, Joe on the line in Addison Park. Joe, first off, good morning and happy Tuesday to you. Good morning, Bruce, and it's Edison Park. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. It was a uh, no word. I got it wrong. Uh, by the way, Joe, do you know what two yeah. songs that she scrambled so, up for us this morning? It is "Video Killed the Radio Star" yeah. and a Macarena. Oh, the Macarena yeah. couldn't get away from that. Macarena. You're a winner. Congratulations! Nice on that That's a tough one. Yeah, that was a tough <laughs> one. I, I ought to. Cheese makes them easy. We're trying to give stuff away for God's sake. Okay, <laughs> yeah. the, the goal is not to screw people yeah, out of exactly. tickets. And uh, Joe, you are a winner. You got yourself not one, not two, not three, but four tickets to go see Marie Osmond Ravinia Wednesday, August 25th. Hope you have an awesome time at the show. Taking a look at the big stories that people are talking about. Hey, I'll start it for you. The Chicago Cubs, in a letter to season ticket holders, <laughs> are, for all intents and purposes, apologizing. <laughs> apologizing for trading away all of the players you may have known, but promising and pinky swearing that they'll be better in the future. Mr. Ricketts has got a pretty hard sell in front of him, Cheese. Yeah, in an already bizarre Olympics, it got even more bizarre yesterday as Italy and Qatar are now sharing the gold medal for men's high jump. That's not a thing. They, they both tied and didn't want to do a jump off, so in the uh, spirit of... Sharing. sharing. Sharing, they are now sharing the gold medal. Sharing is caring. Andrea Darling. Chicago officials recommending masks, but they say they have no plans to shut down the city yet. No, don't say yet. Yet, as COVID cases rise. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Um, yeah, I just recommended. Strongly suggested. Strongly suggested. Urged. <laughs> I hear a lot of that terminology, yeah, right? That always concerns me along Urged. those lines. I got to tell you. Um, so, joining us right now, we have... Special guest for goodness. Look, Andre, you're so excited. She's so excited, so excited. I know. Uh, you're like chomping at the bit. I am. I'm Sitting so up straight, leaning forward. She yes. is, well, at least for a little while still, the Aurora Police Chief, uh, Kristen Zeman. Good morning, Chief. Good morning, everyone. How are you? We're doing excellent. You are counting down the days, are you not? When When is your Three last days. day on the job? Friday is my last day, three days, but who's counting? But who's wow. counting? Right? You say that, but you have had an absolutely, it is it is an amazing career alone in law enforcement. I mean, your story uh, uh, in and around the Aurora Police Department is pretty amazing. I mean, you, you are, the, you are the, the local girl done good. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's why it's bittersweet yeah. that I'm leaving. I've been there for 30 years. So I start, I graduated high school in Aurora uh, on the west side, go Blackhawks. And <laughs> I literally started uh, the following month, 17 years old, as a police cadet in my police department and have been there ever since. Wow. So, only, only job I've ever had, yeah. Only job you've ever had? That's amazing. Kristen, yeah. your, your dad was police. I mean, it's in your blood. Uh, you have an amazing story. You rose to prominence a couple of years ago uh, with the unfortunate, with Brad oh, shooting. Yeah. Uh, and, and what's very special, I don't think a lot of people know um, how you just rose to the occasion that day and, and your staff and your team. Uh, and, and you keep, I don't think a lot of people know, you keep their names written on a little piece of paper with you. All of the really? victims of the Pratt shooting. Yeah. 
Well, I do. Uh, so the day, uh, February 15th, 2019, the day of the shooting, it was right before the press conference. And we were just trying to, as you can imagine, in the middle of this you know, horrific incident, trying to piece together what was happening. And someone handed me uh, a piece of paper and it had the names of the five victims. And that was the first time uh, we determined who had perished that day. And that piece of paper stays with me. I keep it in my desk. And of course, as I pack up my office, it will be going with me and I will carry it forever. She's the Aurora police chief, uh, Kristen Zeman and, and, and chief, I got to believe that in your time even with the Aurora Police Department, policing itself has changed. You know, it, it strikes me that the profession, if you will, has been evolving, maybe for the better in some areas, maybe for the worst in others. What have you noticed? What is the biggest change to policing that you've seen during your career there? Well, it's so interesting because if you look at, let's just use my career as an example. So I started in 1991, and that was right after the Rodney King incident. Oh, wow. Okay. And so riots had taken over the nation, civil unrest. I finish my career at the at the murder of George Floyd, where riots take over the nation and civil unrest. If you look at those two bookends of my career, it would be very easy to say that policing has not changed or evolved for the better. But I have seen it with my own eyes. And I think that's the part that's so frustrating to me is that I feel almost as that I've been, uh, I've had two careers because beginning in the 90s, we didn't have formal uh, Office of Professional Standards or Internal Affairs. Our policies weren't consistent and sound. Our accountability was very shaky. And so I've seen the evolution of training and professionalism over the years. So I know that progress has been made. And I'm our department, Aurora, is just is a living testament to that. You know, we're not making headlines. And so but what's frustrating to me is that you know, I think it was one of my fellow chiefs uh, from actually Maine uh, said it best. He said, sometimes I wonder if that saying is accurate, is that I, I've seen the enemy and it is us. Mm. Because, you know, one incident across the nation where one police officer tarnishes our badge, um, it truly sends a ripple effect across law enforcement and it tarnishes all. But that you cannot ignore the amount of progress and evolution that the policing has made over the years i think it's great this point. this journey of yours and i'm saying this journey because i know you have many more chapters of your journey Kristen. but this particular week closes at just such a pivotal time because it's a moment you've been working toward ever since the pratt shooting with governor pritzker yesterday signing the bill oh. Aimed at fixing flaws in the gun laws blamed for the Pratt shooting, Kristen. Yeah, can you explain to us kind of what the breakdown was and what the new change is? Yeah, well, it, it's, you know, these are just incremental, you know, very small steps. And, you know, and this is, uh, this was a bipartisan bill, but the long and the short of it is that the shooter that day at Pratt had a revoked void card. He lied on his application and, and did not disclose that he had a felony uh, conviction. And so that slipped through the, the proverbial cracks. And as a result, uh, he was able to purchase a weapon. When that came to light after he applied for his conceal and carry license, uh, he was 
was then fingerprinted and then that felony conviction in another state came up. So thus, uh, you know, caused the void revocation. So unfortunately, with the backlog of uh, and, and all the bureaucracy, as you heard the uh, Illinois State Police Director uh, Brendan Kelly talk about, is that it, it was, you know, we were unable to determine at that point that he had a firearm that he shouldn't have had and it was not taken from him. And that is the same firearm he used to kill five of those beautiful souls that did nothing more than show up for work that day and shoot five of my officers who responded to the scene. So this legislation legislation just takes away a lot of that bureaucracy. It adds a lot of funding so that we as law enforcement can can have the resources to go and retrieve uh, those firearms from people who should not have them. And that's the point here is sure. that we are not talking about lawful gun owners. No. We are talking about people who should not have these weapons because they are a danger to themselves or someone else. And so I, you know, I, I've heard a lot of the partisanship on this and no one you know, is certainly trying to take uh, firearms away from those who lawfully possess them. No, but we've had yeah. the talk chapter and verse, you know, we've had these shootings, sadly, like what happened in Aurora, uh, that, you know, we go back and well, what could we have changed? And, and I think that's a great argument that's yeah. saying, well, people who lawful gun owners don't want People who shouldn't be owning guns to have guns as well. I, you wouldn't think it would be that much of a partisan issue. Chief, we appreciate not only your time today, but we appreciate the work you've done with the Aurora Police Department for your entire career. And we wish you nothing but the best moving forward. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, you Krista. You call her Chris. I call her Chief. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I should call her uh, Chief uh, on, on the radio. I salute <laughs> if you, if you, you were here. This, this isn't the last we'll hear from you. No, though, it isn't. So. No, it isn't. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day, and thank you. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. She is Chief Zeman. Bye, Chief. Zeman there there with the Aurora Police Department. Lightning Rod himself, yes, host of the Lightning Rod podcast. I'm putting that at the top of his resume right now, (laughs) uh, just for self-serving purposes. And the former governor of the great state of Illinois, Rod Blagojevich. Governor, how are you? I'm good. Good morning. Sorry about the dogs barking. I think they're peacefully protesting the mailman. Too early for the mailman. I was going to say, careful who they're faithfully protesting now. I so we are we are talking to you because you are in the news once again, and I am. Uh, I have a variety of of questions for you, but let's start right now with the lawsuit that you have filed against basically the the state of Illinois. Explain to us what this lawsuit is well the lawsuit is to undo the hijacking of me when i was governor way back in 2009 i was thrown out of office for politics not for crimes i've never ever ever given into what they said that Mm -hmm. i did you know the big centerpiece of the case was that i was trying to sell president obama's senate seat that was a big lie from the very beginning the appellate court eventually ruled that it was not a crime at all. It was political law rolling. Those were conversations that started with President Obama sending somebody to me to talk about a political deal. Mm-hmm. They criminalized that. They criminalized other things. And the fruit of the, of the removal, the impeachment, and disqualification of keeping me from being able to run is poison because it's based upon a false premise that's wrong. And it, there's a larger issue at stake here. It's not whether one guy can or can't run for any particular office. It's what's going on in American politics today. It's this weaponizing 
and politicizing of prosecutions and impeachment for political reasons. It's the politics of personal destruction where you go out to destroy somebody who you can't beat in an election. So did so it, what they did to me at the... Go ahead. Uh, well, again, no, no. And, and again, we're talking to uh, former Governor Rod Blagojevich. So you were, you were prevented from holding office, running for office. Was that by the judge? Was that as a result of a court case? Or where did that all come from? Well, that's what I'm challenging again, and I think uh, I'm on the side of the angels here. It was by the state senate and the general assembly, led by Madigan. Oh. Madigan and I were fighting the whole time. He was a political boss. He was cooperating with FBI agents when they told the big lie about the Senate seat, put in process the impeachment process right away mm-hmm. uh, without giving me a chance to play those FBI tapes in my defense, call necessary relevant witnesses in my defense, confront their witnesses in a proper way. The whole thing was a was a kangaroo court, okay. and it was uh, a rush to throw me out of office. And again, it, it isn't so much about one person, me. It's this larger issue. And what they did at the AAA level to a Democratic governor in the fifth largest state in America, they did the same thing to a Republican president at the major league level. They tried to do the same thing to him. And this isn't Democrat or Republican. This is an American issue. It's about the people's right to choose their leaders, not a bunch of politicians in Springfield who are, have passed a law now saying, I can't run for certain offices. I believe it's unconstitutional. I mean, the fact is I can, as crazy as it might sound, I can run for president of the United States, but I can't run for 33rd Ward Alderman. I can run for wow. a seat in the United States Senate, but I can't run for a seat on the Cook County Board of Tax Appeals. I can run for the United States Senate, but I can't run for mayor of Chicago. Wow. It's an unconstitutional disqualification. Now, I'll right. never get back the ability to get the job as governor back that way. That You have to win, run and win, win that. Mm-hmm. But they threw me out improperly. And then they passed this law saying I can't run in the future. That's what I'm challenging. Governor, if you if you win this lawsuit, what office would you perhaps like to seek? Well, I, you know, my wife, I don't know if she's listening to this radio show. Then. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not <laughs> maybe some who knows. I don't want her to hear that. <laughs> she's, totally against, uh, she's totally against me running for anything. And I can't imagine that I would. I'm not planning on running for anything in all seriousness. It's a larger issue that's involved here. On the other hand, I'm not going to rule anything out either. Okay. Uh, I'm doing the best I can to try to get back a lot of what was taken from me all those years away. Some things I'll never get back. I won't get those eight years I spent in prison back. But I can back get some of my rights back. And, again, it's bigger than me. It's about the right of the voters. Yeah, well, and, and, and you, I, I do think you're on the side of the angels. Maybe not all the time, Governor. I'm just going to say, in this case, I, I, I will I will stand up for you. Where, where should the Illinois Senate be able to prevent you from holding office, not because of a judge's rule you know what i mean it does seem like certainly a circumvention of of justice i mean i know there are there are uh, as part of a penalty in a criminal case or something you're prevented from doing a b or c but that's not this 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 is certainly politically motivated here again they're stealing from the people their right to vote against me that's yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. A bunch of politicians in Springfield are saying to the voters of Illinois, we're not going to let you vote against this guy <laughs> or even maybe vote for me. Right, right, right. Let me, let me stand on my own two feet. Exactly. Yeah. Let the people make that decision, not to politicians in Springfield. So that's what I'm challenging. And if I'm given a hearing, hearing and allowed to bring in real evidence and real witnesses like Mike Madigan and his chief of staff, Tim Mapes, who just got indicted, yeah. those guys who are part of engineering 
the rigged impeachment process that threw me out of office and stole me from the people of Illinois who twice elected me governor. If I get the chance to do that in court, I think the evidence will be very compelling and very persuasive. And, uh, you know, I think uh, I'd have a fighting chance. Now, is this an uphill battle? Of course it is. You know, I never lost an election. But in that building over there, at the federal building, I never won anything. Yeah. Uh, it's a whole different world, and it's a really, it's sort of a, well, it's an unhappy place for me to revisit. But I feel, again, that this is something that I should try to do. And uh, you there's, know, I, I There's a principle the involved. Right yeah, I, I think right. there's an absolute principle. We will appreciate your time today. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Outstanding. Thanks, Former Governor, Governor Rod Blagojevich suing Illinois yeah, yeah. in he, order to be able to run for office, right. which I think he's, he's got a solid argument. It is weird. He could run for it president, is, literally. But yeah. not governor. But but couldn't run for alderman. Or county board president. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How crazy is that? That that's an, a, that a does law seem that a means... little politically motivated, yeah. you know. Kind of get rid of your enemies in a certain way, put them over here, you know. That which, of course, Madigan would never do anything like that. Uh, I don't know why we're speaking ill of Madigan like that. I'm a little disappointed in you, though. Why is that? Because you you didn't ask him the burning question. What's the burning question? Are they going to bring back the Blago shampoo? Oh God. I mean, that's, that's what everybody wants to know. That was everybody the topic of the group text. That was all everybody wanted to know yesterday. Yeah. Is the shampoo coming back? Is the shampoo and conditioner, you know? I'm going to say, that was some pretty... <gasps> we could sue we could about turn the, this all the way shampoo around. thing. It so was good shampoo, which you would... I probably Both would use anyway. Use. Yeah, yes. He's got great it. hair. Good he shampoo. does have fantastic hair. Fabulous, I cannot man. argue that. That is fantastic right? hair. I'd vote uh, for him for the hair alone. Just hair. Yeah. It is the George Judson snap-on hair. It does look good Beautiful, on him. Yeah, <laughs> It's going to be another awesome day. Yeah, beautiful. Isn't it, though? Yes. Let's so not argue about the weather for a hot minute, although there's always a chance of rain. <laughs> it's uh, Bruce, Andrea, and DJ Cheese over there. And as we hear more and more of the 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 numbers, the the COVID, the Delta variant, right? Mm-hmm. We're learning all of our Greek alphabet all over again. Uh, um uh, it's certainly popping up in some areas more than others, although we know that here in Illinois, nearly every county is seeing issues, right? Yes, every county, yes. Numbers starting to head the other direction. Some states completely in the wrong direction. Others doing a little bit better. So it is a little bit of hit and miss, right? Yep. But businesses are trying to come up with policies and plans. And it seems that U.S. employers, businesses are losing their patience, might be a nice way to put it, with the unvaccinated. Let me give you some examples. We'll look right here. So we're owned by a a large media company, okay? Mm -hmm. Are we based out of New York? Do we technically say we're based out of New York? I think it's Atlanta. We're based out of Atlanta? Mm -hmm. That's where the main offices are. Isn't the Boston, New York? Boston, New York? Is she? Yeah, that's true. But the headquarters are in Atlanta. HQ. She's in New York. HQ's in Atlanta. Figure that out at some point. Um, you issue a proclamation. It's got to go for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A, a company-wide policy. Yes. But we've had a lot of the... We have internal communications, emails, yada, yada. It's still, I still don't know how to log into some of it. But that's another <laughs> argument. Um, where they're trying to convince people the unvaccinated. Our boss sends out emails pretty regularly. Hey, if you're not vaccinated, uh, you know, and we still have some people here in this building, this company here in Chicago, who are not. Right. Because uh, those we had to, 
I say we had to. If you showed your vaccine card, you got a vacation day. Isn't yeah. that what happened? Yeah. No yeah. way. You got a free vacation day. Come on. Yeah, you get, get a flex day. You day? upload your card, you get, you get a, a flex day. You get day. to pick a vacation um, day. I want a vacation day. If you day. uploaded it to the company's little portal thingy-maboober. So they went through that, and certain number of people did that. So we, we, we're kind of getting to the point. And I'm not going to throw our boss under the bus exactly yet, but it strikes me that I'm get I'm feeling a bit of a ratcheting up of the pressure, but I'm seeing it everywhere. Yeah, I'm seeing like the language I'm I'm hearing from the Fortune 500 companies, the language and the policies you're getting from the Facebooks, the Googles, Wall Street, whatever it might be, where it was, you know, we really hope all of our employees get vaccinated. That was like six yeah, months ago. Yeah. You know, the vaccine's out there, and when it's your turn, boy, we you know, get in like, good for you. Yeah, Yay, don't let's he- get don't, back. Don't hesitate. And, and, then it was, and then it was like, you know, the vaccine's out there, and some of you haven't got, you know what? We're going to have a vaccine party. We're going to do <laughs> vaccines at work. Uh, here's a place where you can go get it. They tried to help it. And now, like, you just, it just keeps going like this. And then it's like, you know what? We're going to be reopening the office. Vaccinated people are going to be. And if you're not vaccinated, well, then you might have to wear a mask at work, right? Or you'll be in the basement. Or we're going to put you in the basement, basement, right? And then I think you're getting to the, if you're not vaccinated, okay, you uh, you know what I'm saying? Like It's like your mom telling you for the fifth time. Oh, absolutely. And how about these companies now giving bonuses yeah incentives big incentives. well you guys vacation we got, we got a vacation day yeah. which is i'm not i'm not poo-pooing that that's a, no, a, that's a nice one yeah. but the state of illinois was giving out a million bucks in scholarships yeah we're giving I mean, out lottery think about that yeah you know, so but yeah you're right i think companies are losing patience so if so here's the thing government writ large is not going to mandate nor do i think they can mandate a vaccine the federal government can't force you to do it. No. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think there's a mechanism in place for that to happen. So, that's why they've been suggesting, urging, whatever, this, that, and the other. Private business can mandate it. Oh, yeah, they can. Private business can do it. And will private business be the thing that pushes us over, over the finish line? Do you see what I'm saying? I do. The federal government won't be able to do it. No. Regardless of who's president, yeah. who runs Congress, irrelevant. They won't be able to do it. They can't do that. Target can. Sure yeah. they can, yeah. Amazon can. Right. I think WLS can. Yeah. Sure. I think the one that would impact people the most, ready. and we've gone through this before, airlines. If all airlines said, in order to fly, proof, proof of you must be vaccinated, you got to show proof or... You're going to have to either take or a no bus plane. or drive or somewhere. Drive yeah. yourself. I think that's going to happen. Have fun driving to Italy. You know what oh, I mean? God, right. you're so, going to get wet. A long drive. I think that's going to happen. So that, I think, these You think airlines would be the tipping point. You say that because, know. well, like, you, okay, so I, I, I think it's interesting, and yeah. I do think there's something to be said for that. I remember people who said they would never fly again when the TSA started making people take off their shoes. Oh, and man. then there were people who said they'd never fly again because they had to wear a mask, you know, a year ago or whatnot. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I don't know. know. Have these people just, did they ever 
for real not fly again? I don't I don't know. Or is that just like rah, 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 the perpetually outraged looking for something to do and then you yeah, I'll go ahead and fly. And it's going to have to be too now because so much of it is on the honor system. You know, if you're vaccinated, you know, you see the signs any store you go into, vaccinated customers do not need to wear a mask. So I'm going to walk in while right, I'm not wearing a mask. But that's not for their employees. Right, that's for because the general public. For us here as employees, we had to you had to take a picture of it help yeah. me remember take a picture and you had to upload it to the company's website the, thingy right the portal so we yeah. had to prove yeah. that we were vaccinated they, it wasn't on the honor system yeah no but so for airlines that you're going to have to prove that if you mm-hmm. want to fly you would have to so i think companies whether it's costco or wherever maybe, maybe i shouldn't say costco but whatever company it might be is going to have to vaccinate their employees or, would they be able to do now? They would be able to set it for the general public. General public, but then how do you police it? And I think that's what they're hoping. Yes, there's a solution too soon because I th- I gotta believe there's plenty of companies out there that would say only vaccinated. Exactly. If they could figure out how to do it on a mass scale, if you're a restaurant or a bar, yes. and we're seeing that here, there's there's restaurants in Chicago now mm-hmm. that require you you better bring your little card with yes. you, just like at Lala. Yes. Right. Or you don't get to have a seat at the restaurant. That's their choice. It's a private business. You guys, again, they can do that or eat somewhere else. Keep Absolutely. the redheads out. Right. The redheads, too, yeah. Don't let them anywhere in that place. That, that could be federally done. No, yeah. listen to you guys. Right? I need an executive. If I'm ever elected king, that? by the way, I'm going to I'm gonna outlaw the redheads. I'm just voting so we're for clear. you, then. Aww? You vote for king? I don't know. Yeah. But I'm voting for you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, Oligarchy. But that would be hard to do. For an airline, like I can acknowledge it's a lot different for 20 tables down at the Italian joint, you know, Mm -hmm. than it would be for however many millions of passengers, you know, go through your 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 gates. Although it's probably although wait, it's probably easier, though, to do it for the airlines, because when you buy your ticket, whether it's probably online, you have to put your um, most ninety nine point nine percent, except for the people people will still probably call and book a ticket but, that's not a thing but they don't have, have a phone to, number <laughs> anymore but you have to you have to upload your tsa number i do so now they know who i'm i'm a freaking flyer yeah so they'll now you'll have to upload your, Un- your vax card. united airlines did a thing where if you uploaded you you took a picture and you uploaded it onto their app you could win free oh, flights. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, remember? yeah, yeah. So United... What? United yeah. did a thing that if you show your vaccine card, you were eligible for a, a drawing or whatever mm-hmm. to win free flights. I did not. I yeah. I need to go on and put my vax card in there. <laughs> so you could get free I free didn't flights. know this. But yeah, it's all about the incentives now, too. But well, I think we've incentivized people. At this point, the incentives were out there yeah. and they didn't do it. You think we've incentivized away enough yeah i think we need to stop with incentives and i, I think, think the right. problem too is they didn't really think this through when they put out the vax card it's a little piece of paper stupid handwritten paper. and yeah. you know what i mean scribble scratch if on there it was something that the government a pharmacist issued at yeah. the walgreens and lansing yeah exactly i know this from first-hand knowledge by I the know. way hey and someone could write problem. mclovin on there right? you never know what do you mean could they did never know. they already did that's the problem right there <laughs> i i want a vaccine card that says mclovin <laughs> So is it against law if I buy a fake vaccine card if I actually have a real one, but I just want one that says McLovin? No, you can have one. No, I think law. that's illegal. That's oh, not a Someway, yeah, buzz that's kill. not a thing. That's not a thing. <laughs> you know what? We're going to try to restore your faith in humanity either way. That's mm-hmm. coming up next. Our very own Andrea Darlis will be jumping in to do that for you. It's coming up right here on 890 WLS. It's the Bruce and James Show right here on 890 WLS.
you know, the statistics are nutty when you look at them. Uh, shout out to Chicago Sun-Times. They took a look at this. All right. They took a look at mass shootings, a mass shooting being defined by four or more victims. Mm-hmm. Four. Over the last six years, there have been 1,000 victims of mass shootings, 126 of whom died in a mass shooting, four or more victims in one, one event. Mm-hmm. And two convictions. Unreal. 1,000 victims, 126 dead, two convictions. That's in the last six years. Why? <laughs> that that is stunning in and of itself that these shootings are happening. People are dying. Right. And no one is going to jail for them. Right. I mean, there's, there's, I know as Alder, the alderman said, you, you can't point fingers and place blame. And in a situation like this, it has to be all hands on deck working to solve this horrible problem. However, if, if the problem is that people aren't being convicted, wouldn't that lie with prosecutors? Okay. So if you go back to 2016, again, you look at last six years, there have been 212 mass shooting incidents in Chicago. Four or more victims. Okay. In those, the alleged shooters have been charged in only 21 of those shootings. 21 out of 212 shootings. Has anyone even been charged so yes if they're not ending up in jail but if they're not even getting charged or they're not why aren't they getting charged maybe they're not found but that's part of it as well you've got is there evidence to charge them did you find the person behind it because something that i learned in talking to pastor brooks Mm -hmm. was the i mean it's like the open secret that guy's a shooter. Right. That guy over there. Oh, the shooting happened? We all know who did that. It's fear. We know who did that. Oh, yeah. Why? How fear. do you know he did? Well, he's done all these. I mean, that's what he does. That There are, think back to the, the old Chicago days. Mm-hmm. The mob days. Yeah. The hitman rubbing people out. You know, dirt and nap. Dropping them off in the lake. Yeah, they Whatever it might yeah, be. You know what I'm style, saying? Yeah. The well, that was finger Pete. We know it was him. Uh-huh. That's, his, that's how he did it. This, this is the yeah. modern day version of that where these gangs have supplanted the mob and they are rubbing out. <laughs> you know, they have, they have hitmen in their ranks who commit these shootings and murders mm-hmm. and they do them often. Right. And they pay for them. And they pay for their. It's, an, it's a job. Yeah. It is employment. How often do you see, look at the, the story of the Lincoln Park shooting the party bus just, okay, two just weeks a ago. couple weeks ago? They made an arrest. Yeah. And what Mark, it was like the last sentence of the story none of the victims would cooperate, none of the victims were willing to give a statement. So Which leads me shot, to believe but they, they knew who did it, but yeah. they were scared either of retaliation, retribution. When this person gets out, are they going to come in? A couple me? hours after yeah. Kim Bob sets them out, yeah, they'll come right back. But, but but if no one will cooperate, I'm not I'm not against blaming Kim Fox. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah. But if no one will cooperate, if you don't have physical evidence, or if you don't it. have witnesses, you can go to court. 
they're going to get out. I mean, you know, you're just wasting your time uh, and, and effort and money trying to convict someone with no evidence. Right. And that's why Pastor Brooks always says, too, it starts with the community. Yeah. Grassroots level. At the foundation, at if the you're core unwilling of it. to to change it, and it seems that we've we've come to a culture of, and again, it's it parallels the mob in a lot of ways. You take care of it internally. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, you got one of our guys. We got one of yours. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 that, and that's what you're seeing is them exacting these their version of justice, if you will. In whacking one of their guys. Yeah, but the unfortunate thing is, their one guy is standing in the middle of I don't disagree. other people Ten on the street. People. Right. Don't disagree. Yeah. Right, yeah. having dinner. Part. Having dinner. Don't disagree. Yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Might be one of the reasons why you need to have your faith in humanity restored. Yes. Andrea Darla says she can fill in for Judy and do that today. I can. This is six-year-old Ishmael Ruiz. He's from Bolingbrook out in the western suburbs. He used his summer vacation to make money to help his family and other kids just like him. You see, his dad mm-hmm. got hurt. He hurt oh. his arm in a work oh. accident a couple years ago, put a lot of financial strain on the family as they were paying for dad's surgeries. So he said he needed some help paying for school supplies and a couple of toys he wanted for himself and his brothers and sisters. So he started a lemonade stand. <gasps> he did research. He came up with the perfect recipe. <laughs> Here's his recipe. I'm ready. Okay. Ready. 20 scoops of lemonade powder, Got it. five scoops of sugar, 20 to five, Yeah. five ice cubes, okay, I threw some ice cubes. and six lemons. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. Like Very special recipe. Nice. It went over so well, he raised about $1,000, but he's not just using the money for his own school supplies no. and for some toys for himself. He's going to give it out to his friends and other members of the community and says he's going to have a couple more lemonade stands this summer, and he wants to help more kids like me. Nice. That was his quote. That was outstanding. Isn't that great? I, slightly disappointed you gave away the kid's million-dollar recipe I'm on sorry. there. You know, I'm I know. I'm just going to say. Snapple just scooped it up. Yeah, I'm going to be <laughs> opening up my own stand right over here on Illinois. Five yeah, ice I, cubes. Uh, Five ice cubes. I'll be on the corner selling <laughs> Bruce's juice. a thousand bucks a day, heck. I, I can tell you there's zero chance of me making a thousand dollars selling <laughs> lemonade gonna, on the street corner here. Bruce Juice. Yeah, people oh, be like, there you go. Yeah. We're, we're dialing 911. This guy looks <laughs> creepy. Andre, thank you so much for filling in today. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for having yeah, me. Love being with day. you and thank yeah. you. Outstanding work. Also, some outstanding work happening behind the scenes. MG and the posse over there in Mission Control. They're somewhere down the hallway. I literally don't even know where they are. I don't have a window. I can't see them. Yeah, they're they're somewhere over there, somewhere. They hit buttons. They make things happen. Uh, in for producer Miranda's on the other side of the double-pane bulletproof glass. Thank you very much. And DJ Cheese working those ones and twos. Thank you, sir. Nick Gale is going to hang out, though. Woo-hoo. He's not going anywhere. He's been doing it all morning. He's been helping people get their day started, get through the day, plan Weather, traffic, news, information, he'll continue to do that for you. It's all coming up next right here on 890 WLS.